Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Believe in SESU Basketball here on the Believe Podcast Network. It's a place with a show for every team in San Diego and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? This episode, we're going to catch up on a few of the events going on in the world of college basketball, see what impact that has, if any, for San Diego State. So without further ado, here we go. And we are recording this on a Sunday night. I hope everybody is safe and well. I hope um, everybody's had some time to take for themselves. Um, Definitely in the last week, or two, I've definitely felt a uh, much bigger need to kind of tune out here and there. I'm finding uh, a lot more time is needed just to sort of get your mind away from everything and calm it down, whether it's through your Netflix or reading or meditation, whatever it is. Um, it's definitely, definitely need to to carve out that time. So please do so if you haven't. But we're going to go on and talk about a couple of news events and how that impacts the college basketball world. Um, first and foremost, it's the current uh, string of protests uh, around Black Lives Matter. And we are seeing a lot of professional athletes speaking up, but we're also starting to see a lot of college basketball coaches speaking up in support for uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, which overall has been very positive and it's been great. And I think it's more people need to do that. The question I have when it comes to college basketball is how this factors into um, elements such as recruiting or other questions that a recruit might have for a particular um, university. You know, if there's a much greater push to have more um, black athletic directors and, and people on the coaching staff across the country, which, by the way, I, I think it should be. That's without debate at this point. The question is just sort of how this greater awareness impacts recruitment. And if you're around my age and, you know, have you consider your college years long, long, long gone, um, you know, you have an idea of what recruiting is like based on certain stories, you know, maybe a 30 for 30 documentary, and a lot of it has to do with just sort of convincing the recruit how much fun or how beneficial going to a particular university is going to be. Now, I wonder, because there's this greater knowledge and awareness of the recruitment process and of the impact that a college star could have on the school, is this going to change? Is a potential recruit, you know, going to ask you why everybody on the coaching staff is white or 
why the athletic director hasn't come out and supported, you know, racial injustice and police reform and why a lot of these um, colleges and universities seem to either be silent or give some very generic answer, which, I mean, I guess that's another episode for another day, but I, you kind of get to understand why they're being like that. But I'm just curious on how this impacts the college basketball world. Because on top of this, on top of everything that's going on, um, Oklahoma State received a one-year ban from the NCAA from any postseason play based on the recent events in the news of the arrest of former associate head coach Lamont Evans, who persuaded players not just from Oklahoma State, but I think the last university, I'm going to look that up right now, um, basically to persuade uh, certain or persuade athlete, athletes to the direction of certain financial managers and agents. And that's obviously very illegal. And because of that, Oklahoma State received a one-year ban. Their the university is alleging that they had nothing to do with it and wasn't aware, which is just your typical PR answer for a school. I think it's a load of BS because, you know, I feel like if you're not aware, then you're just being negligent to the situation. And so you're, you're taking these events um, and the willingness of former college stars these days that are more willing to pass down um, their knowledge and their experience to up-and-coming recruits. And you see that everywhere, you know, with the rise of social media and with everything going to the internet, you're able to see a lot more camps, a lot more, um, you know, off-season training between high school and college stars and current NBA players and former NBA players which stands to, to make it a little bit tougher for universities, I feel like, moving on out, you know. And you throw in the news about Zion Williamson's case and, and the lawsuit he's facing against um, Prime Sports Marketing and the recent news about three days ago that the court granted, um, temporarily at least, Zion's attempt to uh, prevent him from answering questions in court about the improper, whether or not he had received improper benefits from a marketing agency. Uh, but if this happens, if this goes through and he has to sort of divulge exactly what's happened under oath, the NCAA is facing a lot of pressure on what they've been doing. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people can speak on what's what their experience was and what's been happening, but we've been afforded the ability to sort of hide behind a veil because it wasn't necessarily made public or jotted as um, like a statement of record. Sorry for the uh, car alarm in the back. But, you know, with all that being said, as these news events progress you know we'll definitely keep an eye out to see how this 
unfolds because things like that is huge. You're already having a pressure of people um, wanting athletes to get paid for their likeness, which obviously has been has been the most logical answer for the last however many years and colleges just refuse to, or the NCAA just refuses to acknowledge it. So you're adding from that the, um, one of the consequences, I guess, or a better word would say one of the effects of the Black Lives Matter movement and the protests and police brutality and racial injustice at this moment is uh, weighing on the up and coming next generation that it's on, you know, that they can not, what am I trying to say? That they can learn from all the bad that's happening and have an opportunity to reverse and change history. So you already have, you know, a top recruit like Mike Williams, who I think is just a sophomore, you know, publicly tweeting, maybe I'll just go to an HBCU which would be great. Uh, but I guess what I'm saying is with that, you, you might, I wouldn't be surprised if you see other underclassmen or maybe a couple years after them, you know, maybe kids that are in middle school now kind of witnessing it all, exploring options based on societal um, impact, more, much more than or much more for them than it was for any previous recruit. I hope I'm making sense. I feel like part of me is just blabbering, but I digress. And you have that, you have the potential for uh, a rising star like Zion to have to, under oath, explain exactly what he received at Duke. And there's already those rumors, you know, if you just like look up basketball Twitter or previous articles about potentially what coach K has been doing. And that would be a, a huge, uh, landmark event. If that happens, you have Oklahoma state and other colleges getting in trouble, claiming innocence, but ultimately getting the punishment for, um, having these employees and, and coaching staff or people on their coaching staff, just directing these kids for their own personal gain. So, it's a tough time for the NCAA. It's, a, it's not a good look right now. Um, to be honest, I don't know if I have the utmost faith that they'll turn it around in a public or in a positive way. Um, but you kind of have to hold out hope. I mean, what what other choice do we have? You know, if we were going to be pessimistic, then it's already over. So we have to give this a chance and uh, see how the NCAA responds, see how these colleges and universities respond. So um, that's just primarily what I wanted to talk about today. I'm still kind of finding it a little rough to talk about anything outside of what's going on in this country right now. Um, but hopefully this has helped provide at least some sort of a break um, to just sort of relax and calm, uh, end the week in a calm way. Or if you listen to this on Monday, start the week <laughs> nice and slow. Um, yeah, I hope everybody's okay. I hope everybody's safe. Um, it's, it's just kind of hard to, to say all this stuff. If you like the podcast, 
please feel feel free to drop a rating on iTunes. You know, we're available wherever podcasts can be found. Stay safe. And until next time, go Aztecs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.